This is Route 66, One for the Road, with Rory Alskerry. Hello and welcome to the Route 66, One for the Road podcast. I'm your host, Rory Alskerry. Welcome, thank you very much for downloading. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so. Lots more interviews on the way and a big back catalogue to check out as well. This time we're talking to Lawrence Jones. He's got a brand new album out called The Truth. It's going to be released on the 9th of March. It accompanies a UK tour as well, which kicks off in May. So uh, Lawrence Jones is our guest this time on the Route 66 One for the Road podcast. We'll play some tunes from the album and have a chat with him coming up next. Let's rock! Well, hello, welcome, and thank you very much for downloading. Uh, lots of good stuff on the uh, archive of the Route 66 One for the Road podcast. Dan Putlansky was our guest recently. Lots of other people on there as well that you can check out, including Walter Trout and uh, Joe Satriani, all sorts of other people through the archive. Route 66 One for the Road, you can find out more on the website rockinjockin.com. Lawrence Jones is our guest this time. He's got an album out on the 9th of March called The Truth, and uh, there's some European tour dates across... Uh, well, UK particularly uh, over the next wee while as well so lots of information from him that tour kicks off uh, on the 3rd of May at Manchester in uh, Band on the Wall and then he's away around the UK I'll give you the details of the tour dates at the end of this interview but I kicked off by asking Lawrence about the new album and specifically the fact that there feels like there's a new direction with this album certainly more away from traditional blues in some sense and more towards a more bluesy pop vibe so I put that to him and asked him what his reaction was well i'm glad that you've said that because that is the exact direction that i had in mind to go for this album um i wanted to create a crossover album really i've been listening to a lot of modern music that's on the radio recently and there's some great stuff out there um great pop rock stuff that's coming back around like royal blood i'm a big fan of them and um i just thought you know as much as great as it is there's no guitar solos in in the songs um, on modern radio and um, I thought how great would it be to have a sort of like you said a more slick production with with the guitar and you know put that forward with the guitar music so how do you square that then with your your existing fan base who who will have perhaps come to know you more as a traditional blues musician than than somebody who's who's kind of breaking through to the other side for want of a better expression well you know, first of all, I, I have the best fans in the world who follow me no matter what I do because they love what I do, and I'm really grateful for that. But secondly, I've never been a straightforward blues guy. You know, I've never sang about picking in the cotton fields because I don't know how to do that, you know, but I do know how to sing about heartache as a 25-year-old and what's going on in this crazy world right now. Um, and throughout all my albums, throughout all my progression on my four albums, I've always changed my direction slightly. Um, and I think it won't come too much of a shock to my existing fans. It's a very good point you make, Lawrence, that actually when you say traditional blues, what does anybody really mean by that? Nobody's picking cotton in that sort of old sense anymore you know certainly not in in what the kind of realms of society that we understand so you are still singing about traditional blues in the sense of things that make you feel an emotion yeah that's how you feel about it yeah definitely i mean you know nobody can relate to that now 
back then, that's where the blues came from. But to me now, there's a lot more blues going on in the 21st century in different ways. And that's what I want to sing about. I want to sing about what's current right now. And I always have done, and I think that I always will. No, well, that's great. That's taking it forward. Well, let's talk about the album opening then. What would you do? Strong bass line in this, great drums as well, and a, a thoughtful lyric. What was your kind of idea kicking off the album with this one? It's sort of an inward question. Um, you know, what is life really? What would you do if the, you know, the war was over? What would you do if we were one, if we had all the money, um, if the sun wasn't sunny? It's sort of, it's sort of ask, you know, asking yourself, what, what would it be like if life was different? And I just had this vision to write a song about that because a lot of people talk about that openly, you know, on TV and in the media. And I thought it was a great subject. It is, and it certainly gets off the album to a, a thought-provoking start. Your lyrics, I think, if you don't mind me saying, have matured quite a lot over the course of the last few years and the last couple of albums you've done, and I think that's to your credit. Do you feel the same way about that? Yeah, definitely. I've just got more experience, um, not only through life experiences, but more about songwriting as well and what it takes to write a good song. It's not just about the guitar playing. It's everything. It's the sound of the album. It's um, what you write about and it's how you connect with people emotionally. Lawrence Jones with us on the Route 66 One for the Road podcast. That was the first track from his latest album. The track's called What Would You Do? The album called The Truth. Um, let's talk about track five, Lawrence, Give Me Your Time. This one really rocks. It's got a great kind of driving sound to it, and the organ is excellent as well. And you've got some really good backing vocals on this too. So tell me about the musicians and, and people that you've got involved in doing that, and how much of that backing vocal is you, or is it other people? What's going on? Well, first of all, that, that song is the single of the album. And like you said, it's a lot more rockier. The guitar solo was, um, I took inspiration from um, Beat It from Michael Jackson's track. Um, and that's Eddie Van Halen playing the guitar to that. And he's of got course. some really cool sounds. And I thought, I want to, you know, I want to take inspiration from like that. And I want to add something. And I sort of did it. And, and the producer at the time, Gregory, was like, that sounds like, you know, a bit like Eddie Van Halen. I was like, ah, oh, well, that's cool because that's what I'm going for. <laughs> and um, I just wanted a new change. Um, obviously, we changed the record label, but I've changed the band. I've still got the same drummer with me, Phil Wilson. Um, I've got Greg Smith on bass. And uh, Phil and Greg have known each other for years. They played in bands together for over 10 years. And it's hard to find that with young guys. And then I, and this year I included... Um, keys on my album um and even live which is bennett holland um he joined the band full time and bennett's got such an incredible voice as well which is where this really came into action on the album um, bennett is featured a lot with the backing vocals which you can hear on that track
you've said before, Lawrence, that Eric Clapton is one of your all-time heroes. How's he influenced you, do you think, overall, in, in two ways? One, in the musical sense, as a guitarist more than anything, but also in terms of the career direction. I mean, you know, he's had a huge amount of success, obviously, but he's he's kind of done what it appears you're attempting to do, which is, you know, have a, a shoe in two boats, one in the, the traditional blues boat and one in the, the more popular artist boat. How do you feel about that? Well, there'll never be another Eric Clapton, you know, but I can take, you know, inspiration from what he's done. And, and like you said, you know, he's, he's a massive influence on me in terms of changing career. Um, you know, he's never done it drastically where he's lost his fans, but he's always been open to try new kinds of music um, where he's done the blues thing. He's done the pop thing. He's done um, the acoustic, you know, the psychedelic thing with Cream. But it's always been that guitar underneath him and that voice that keeps that theme throughout. Um, and that's something that I've always tried to do as well throughout my albums. And another thing I've learned off Eric is just the way he writes songs is catchy, simple, but it's always got that guitar there and this guitar acts as another voice. Another artist who I, I think you may agree has had a, a similar approach to changing things up all the time is Jeff Beck. He's he's done all sorts of different stuff, in some ways even more broadly than Eric Clapton. Do you take any inspiration from him as well? I mean, it's incredible with Jeff Beck, obviously, because he doesn't sing. Um, so he has to keep it interesting all the time. And that means changing. And I think the artists who are not afraid to change and uh, you know want to go with the times and also want to try something new above the times um, will always be one step ahead. Do you ever wonder what it be like to have a different life? Do you ever wonder what it be like living on the other side? Let's talk about the title track then, Lawrence. The Truth, number six on the on the album. The piano at the beginning, and I mean this in a nice way, is so kind of nicely done that you could find yourself kind of drifting off for a little afternoon nap if you were, you were listening yeah. there. But then suddenly your guitar comes kind of stinging out of, out of almost nowhere in the middle of it. And you think, oh, great, now we're talking. Are you can, presumably you're going to have an awful lot of fun with this live where you can really ham up that contrast. I mean, dynamics is something that I've always gone for as well um, because it adds such emotion. You can go from being really aggressive to bringing it down and being delicate. And that song has a mixture of both. That song was actually quite hard. That's the hardest song to record on the album because it wasn't it hasn't got a structure throughout it's got a verse a chorus a guitar section a guitar solo back to the chorus and back to an intro as it was um so it's a real mashup sort of song which is sort of tells a story as it goes along 
Lawrence Jones with us on the Route 66 One for the Road podcast. Let's talk about Never Good Enough. Um, it's the last track on this album, Lawrence, and you wrote this when you were 18, I believe. Why have you sat on it for so long, and, and why do you feel that now is the right time to put this out to your fans? Well, I knew it was a good song, and it stood up more than the others when I first recorded when I was 18. And I sort of had a great had that great chorus for it that I've got, but I never completed the verse and the other sections. I had something, but I knew it wasn't. It didn't stand up as well as the chorus. Um, also, I felt that it was too early to bring that on in my career. I've always wanted to do a crossover album that has, you know, is about the songs, um, and that and that just wouldn't have fit on the other albums. Whereas I thought that the time was right to bring this one out the bag and having the producer um, Gregory Elias um, just sort of brought that to life. And he brought new ideas and fresh ideas to it, which blossomed it into what it is now. I don't know what I should do, but I'm lost. I don't know where I should go, now you're gone. I know the life sometimes gets in the way. And sometimes I just can't think what to say. Now, I wanted to ask you about something slightly different, Lawrence, and on a slightly more personal level, but you've been quite public on your Facebook and social media pages about the fact that you have Crohn's disease. And I wonder, I know that you're you're quite connected with Walter Trout, amongst other people. Now, he's he's talked quite openly about the, the health issues that he's had and included some of the things that have come from that in his songwriting. How, for a start, does does having Crohn's disease affect your ability to tour and to do your job? But also, how does it affect your your songwriting and your creative process? Sometimes it's very hard to tour, but I never let it get in the way because I have a great manager and a great balance on the road and off the road. Um, and I've got catering where I have um, certain foods that I can eat. And, so, and I stick to a certain set times throughout my day of what I do and, and don't do. Um, and it's just about looking after yourself, really. I have great medical care when I come home, and I plan that between tours. Um, I have blood transfusions once every two months. I take about 15 tablets a day. So it is hard, but in another way, um, it brings me so much inspiration to sing about and You know, if I want to feel that sadness in a song or even live, and feel that pain, as ironic as it is, I can bring that out of me that I wouldn't normally be able to do. Well, it's remarkable, Lawrence. Uh, you're uh, you're an incredible individual, and it's great to talk to you again. I've seen you on on uh, on stage performing live several times, and it's always always good fun, always entertaining, and great uh, musicianship. So, all the best with this tour, and uh, and all the best with this brand new album as well. We'll look forward to seeing you. What have you just before I let you go? What have you got kind of in the pipeline next? Are you are you already working on another album? Are you working on any collaborations or anything like that? What's going on? Well, we're concentrating on touring the album now. Um, I'm always writing new songs. I mean, I've wrote new songs since this album. 
Um, but, you know, there's nothing ready for that now. I'm not in the right mindset to be thinking about doing another album because this is so fresh and I'm excited to get this out on the road. Um, we've got a great touring schedule already for this year. We've got a great UK tour coming up in May, um, which is um, presented by Planet Rock Radio, which we're really excited about. And, um, yeah, we've got some great festivals in the summer um, in Europe, um, one of them at the International Blues Festival in Holland, along with Ringo Starr and Joe Bonamassa and Walter Trout. So that's going to be fun. Lawrence, thank you very much for coming on Route 66 again. All the best with it, and we'll look forward to talking to you again next time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Lawrence Jones with us on the Route 66 One for the Road podcast this time. He's our guest and he's on tour, kicking off at Manchester's Band on the Wall on Thursday the 3rd of May. Then he's off to Leamington Spa, the Zephyr Lounge on Friday the 4th. Southampton Talking Heads on Saturday the 5th of May. And then continuing round the country, he's going to be in Birmingham at the Hare and Hounds on Thursday the 10th. Uh, Then he's going to be in Nottingham at the Bodega on Friday the 11th. Uh, York, Fulford Arms on Saturday the 12th of May. Newcastle, the Clooney on Sunday the 13th. And that wraps up the tour of Lawrence Jones for now. More details as you want them on his website, lawrencejonesmusic.com. And he's on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and Instagram as well. So do check him out on there. That's it for now. Thank you very much for downloading. As always, you can get in touch with me anytime you like on Twitter at rockinjockin. No G, we've got facebook.com forward slash rockin jockin as well and there's the website where there's the archive of all the podcasts rockinjockin.com don't forget to subscribe thanks for listening see you on the next one cheerio thanks for downloading the route 66 one for the road podcast for more information and to listen to the fully jocked radio show head to rockinjockin.com 